Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, May 30th. Holy One, Holy Three, Holy Mystery. Good morning. I'm Donna Hester, pastor at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And I want to welcome you to worship on this Trinity Sunday and on this Memorial Day weekend. Get it. Spirit, Son, Father. One God who reveals God to us in ways beyond our comprehension. And concretely, as Father, Son, Spirit, come together to praise the one God. Our New Testament lesson this morning comes from the letter to the Romans, chapter 8, verses 12 through 17. And I will be reading from the Common English Bible. And also as we begin and pick up at this point in this chapter to Romans, let us remember that we start with the premise that Christ has set us free. Free from law, free from the law of sin and death. Hear now these words from Paul. So then, brothers and sisters... We have an obligation, but it isn't an obligation to ourselves to live our lives on the basis of selfishness. If you live on the basis of selfishness, you are going to die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the actions of the body, you will live. All are led by God's Spirit are God's sons and daughters. You didn't receive a spirit of slavery to lead you back again into fear, but you received a spirit that shows you are adopted as his children. With this spirit we cry, Abba, Father. The same spirit agrees with our spirit, and we are God's children. But if we are children, we are also heirs. We are God's heirs and fellow heirs with Christ. If we really suffer with Him, so that we can also be glorified with Him. This is the Word of God. For us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This morning is Trinity Sunday. This morning is one of those Sundays that is high and holy and specific, but it's a Sunday that we don't understand completely. It's not an easy Sunday. It's not like Christmas Day where we know that Jesus was born and the baby has come, 
And it's not like last Sunday and Trinity Sunday, where by that same token, it's a day marked that the Spirit came to the children of God. But it's one of those Sundays that we look at once a year, and sometimes only once a year, but it's a part of everything we do. And as Paul, in his letter to the Romans, talks about God the Son, God the Father, and God the Spirit here in chapter 8, he also talks heavily about the fact that we are God's children. And so while it may be confusing exactly what this Trinity thing is all about, it's one of those family stories. We all have them. They're stories that go back somewhere in the history of our family and they give an explanation as to who we are. They're stories that are told over and over again. And we all know them. And that's very close to how we approach Trinity Sunday. There is not one good solid or two good solid or more scriptures that say, okay, you're a child of God and here's the family story about the Trinity. But we pick up the pieces. We pick up the understanding as we study, as we learn, and as we communicate, build a relationship, and interact with God. It begins in the beginning. As we talked about Wednesday in Get Ready for Sunday, while there is not a scripture that just says, here you go, here's the Trinity, when everything begins, as things open up and as we learn about God and the creation of God and the ways in which God created in the first five verses of Genesis, we learn about God. And we learn about God in terms of the Trinity. When God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was without shape or form. It was dark over the deep sea. And God's wind swept over the waters. God said, let there be light. And so light appeared. God saw how good the light was. God separated the light from the darkness. God named the light day and the darkness night. There was evening and there was morning the first day. Throughout this portion, these five verses, we learn 
about the God. We learn about the God who is a holy one and a holy three. God created. God protected out of that creation. And on our altar this morning, we have symbols of those three persons of the Trinity. And the rock is for the God who created. The God who is the protector. In places, God the Father is thought of as a potter. And a potter does the same sorts of things, creates and brings about a piece of work. God the Father created. Created the heavens and the earth. The earth was out sh without shape or form. And it was dark and over the deep sea. And, uh, and form was made as a potter working the craft. And then we look at Jesus. Jesus is the second part of the Trinity. Jesus is the Word. Or we are representing it on the altar today as the one who gives us fulfillment, sustains us eternally, and we represent that with bread. But if you think about the very beginning of the Gospel of John, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And even before that, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And that Word in Genesis spoke. And that Word said, let there be light. Again, we find aspect of God. Holy One and Holy Three at the beginning of creation. The Spirit is made known to us through wind and through flame. And we, we spent a lot of time last week looking at the Spirit but in the beginning, when the sea was deep, God's wind swept over the waters. God the Spirit swept over the waters and was present. And so as creation began, as God's work is made known to us as the children of God, we see the interaction between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. In those ways, we understand who God is. Holy One and Holy Three. And it's difficult for it to be 
represented well on the altar this morning. But quite often, the Trinity is portrayed as an equilateral triangle. All parts equal as God comes together. Holy One and Holy Three. We try our best as the children of God. We try our best to understand all of this, to talk about this, and yet, to be honest, there are points we just can't grasp, and we try. Sometimes we use with a skin and flesh and seeds to explain how one and three all work together. Sometimes we use water and the different ways in which the one and three work together as water stays the same and yet it is frozen as ice, liquid as water, and it is steam as water. And yet that doesn't quite explain it all either. We try. We, we are children who want to understand, and yet we can't completely understand. Because our God, our God in one and three is much, much bigger than we can ever imagine. And so there's that part of God that we can't understand, we can't explain, and it's a mystery, a mystery of faith, and yet a mystery that we continue to try to understand. And to be honest, we've been trying since the fourth century. We've been trying since the Romans legalized Christianity and the creeds came into being. And we hear about how our God is there for us in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten by the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate of the Virgin Mary. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose from the dead in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. 
and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. From the 4th century on, we have tried to understand who this God is. This God who is one. This God who is three. This God who is a mystery. And truthfully, my friends, I don't know that we can explain it any better today than we could in the 4th century. But I do know this. I do know that it doesn't matter whether it's a holy one or a holy three. That when we are in need, as the children of God, God is there for us. God is present. Whether the one helping us is the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit. God's love, care, and mercy are abundant and around us at all times and all places. Let's not get hung up on how it happens. Let's not try to figure it all out because truthfully, we never will since God is bigger than us. And God cares deeply for us. And the, that God who created the earth, the God who created, who was there in Father, Son, and Spirit, is here today for our every need as a Holy One and a Holy Three. But most especially, God is present as the Holy Mystery. Let us pray. God, as we come to you today, we come as your children. We come sharing the stories of your creative powers. We come sharing the stories of your fulfillment, of your care, of your salvation. We come sharing the stories of your guidance and truth. We come giving you thanks for all the ways you are with us. And we come looking to you to be with us always. Amen. Receive now this blessing. Go in peace as children of the Almighty Creator. Thanks be to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, 
Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.